lovely service that we are going to have today so we pray father in the mighty name of jesus to you we give praise to you we give glory to you we give honor thank you for brothers and sisters coming on live to join this podcast i pray the power of the holy ghost the power that breaks chains in the mighty name of jesus i speak a revival into nations in the mighty name of jesus every space every airspace social space that this feed will reach father i pray for the power of the holy ghost i thank you for power thank you for grace in the mighty name of jesus amen and amen so today we are going to read the word of god from the book of luke luke chapter number 16 and verse 19 hallelujah luke chapter number 16 and verse 19 if you don't have your bible with you wherever you're watching from i'm going to read right now luke verse chapter 16 and verse 19 the bible says and there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and was dressed nicely every day and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus who was late at his gate full of souls desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table moreover the doors came and licked his souls and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom and the rich man also dies and was buried and in hell he lift up his eyes being in torment and seeing abraham afar off and lazarus in his bosom and he cried and said father father abraham have mercy on me and send lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for i am tormented in this flame but father abraham said son Remember thou in thy lifetime you received thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, besides us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they, they which pass would pass from here to you cannot, neither they pass to us that would come from thence. And he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou send, this is where we want our verse 27 of Luke chapter number 16, where it says, Then I pray thee, Father, that you would send to my father's house a messenger, for I have five brothers, that he may testify unto them. This is where we are going to pinpoint or coin our message this morning. For I have five brethren, that he may go unto them and testify Hmm? lest also they come into this place of torment and Abraham said unto them they have Moses and the prophets let them hear them and he said nay father Abraham but if one went unto them from the dead they will repent (laughs) and he said unto him if they hear not Moses and the prophets neither will they be persuaded though one rises from the dead 
to preach unto them. Glorious King, thank you for your word that is alive. Thank you for your word that is powerful. Thank you for your word that is sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit even reaching unto the bone marrow. I thank you that your word is breaking even rocks into pieces. I thank you for a change. I thank you for a move of the Holy Ghost that is unprecedented. I thank you for life. I thank you for strength. Anoint my lips of clay to speak your word with clarity. Holy Spirit, be in charge in this place. Be in charge over the internet. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So the title of my message this morning is a message from hell. A sermon from hell and uh, the the theme that i'm preaching this under is the revelation of hell let me submit to you as an introduction that a lot of people think that the concept of hell is a fallacy shame on people who think that the concept of hell is superstitious you know when we were growing up we would hear superstitious stories that if you sit on a hood um, on a on a log of wood that is on a fireplace uh, hence you would you would kill your wife you know we would hear superstitions that if you sit if you sit down maybe in a tarred road you have boils you know they were just saying these stories to to uh, make us aware of the dangers or to make us desist or from 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 doing uh, mischievous acts so these were superstitious stories we would hear stories like fables stories of of um um the hair and and the monkeys and the baboons uh, stories where lions would talk i think um, simba the lion is a story that comes from african superstitions however the story of hell is not a superstitious story the the story of heaven that we preach is not a superstitious story let me submit to you this morning that indeed there is life after death there is life after death 2020 has been a very challenging year because of the deaths that we have experienced the deaths that we have witnessed all over the world there's been a, a, a global pandemic that has been wiping out people um, despite age or race statistics may say only the elderly but what kills people is that when your time is up your time is up sometimes it may be because of misbehavior sometimes it may be because of sin sometimes it may be because of disobedience but sometimes it is just that an illness has overtaken your body um just recently we are hearing of um the the the, the wakanda pioneer we are re- hearing of Bezman who just lost his life uh in the process because of cancer so 2020 has been a horrific year 2020 has been a terrifying year but i want to submit to you this morning that there is life beyond the grave there is life in eternity everybody is going to witness eternity but there are two different kinds of eternity there is one which is eternity unto death and there is one which is eternity unto everlasting life and the kind of death that someone will witness in eternity is not a death a death which means rest but it is a death which means torment a life in hell we are going to see in scripture the kind of description, the kind of experience from somebody who was in hell who desired that someone who rises from the dead who come and preach to the living so that the carnal brothers who have callous minds, the stubborn brothers who have a heart of stone would repent and come to Jesus. So when we read the story of Lazarus and the rich man, we understand that the rich man 
if, if somebody is rich, it's somebody who is rich in possessions according to our life context on earth, according to our cosmic experience. If I say that I'm a rich man, I'm, I'm just talking in terms of possessions, the things that I own, the things that I have. So the, the Bible in this regard is talking about a rich man and a beggar. A beggar was the poor guy. He had nothing except faith in the Lord. He had no material possessions and only a faith in the Lord. He had nothing else of sort. The Bible said he only desired to eat the crumbs because the rich man was not willing to share. So somebody who is rich is somebody who has power. Somebody who is rich is somebody who has authority. Somebody who is rich is somebody who has many friends. Somebody who is rich is somebody who has got dominion. Somebody who is rich is somebody who is extremely powerful. And uh, in this regard, I believe that scripture is not just used in a rhetoric manner. Scripture is not just used in a futile uh, manner. Scripture is used to placate something. Uh, somebody may be asking the question, I am rich. Does it mean that I'm going to hell? And does it mean the poor are automatically going to hell? No. The Bible says, unless a man be born again, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So if you allow your poverty to be a hindrance to your seeing Jesus or to you encountering Jesus, then poverty becomes a problem. If you allow your riches to become a barrier to you encountering God, then your riches become a barrier. And in this regard and in this parable, the rich man allowed his riches to become a stumbling block for him to encounter the Lord Jesus. But Lazarus in his poverty, he used that to humble him. He used his poverty not to curse God, not to see God as an unfair God, not to see God as an unjust God. Many people, when they encounter um, catastrophe when they encounter disaster they blame God they say God is a violent God they say God is not a good God they say God is a bad God why is God a good God and I'm poor why is God a loving God and I lost my father in an accident why is God a loving God and my uncle died why is God a good God in 2020 we're experiencing pain a lot of people when they experience pain they curse God a lot of people when they experience uh, poverty they curse God because people think that our ways are like God's ways yet the Bible says our ways are not his ways neither our thoughts his thoughts for God is high and exalted even the earth is his footstool and heaven is strong so a lot of people in the world today when they enter into trouble they run to blame God they run to curse God they run to blame God for absolutely everything and but when we read this proverb right now when we read this parable right now we see that Lazarus in his poverty did not blame God for what he was encountering did not accuse God for what he was encountering I want to encourage you watching me right now no matter the situation that you are encountering no matter what you are going through right now you don't have right as a creation to blame God he is the creator you don't have right to point fingers at God and blame him for any situation because the Bible says he upholds all things by the power of his hand and, um, and a lot of people this year were, were mocking pastors, were mocking uh, the children of light, saying pastors were lying to us, were prophesying, saying that 2020 is a good year. 
saying that 2020 is, is, is going to be a marvelous year. You're going to receive double. You're going to have a harvest. And a lot of people have been mocking the people of God for the declarations that were made earlier in January this year. But I want you to know that God is a liar. The Bi- God is not a liar. The Bible says that let every man be a liar and let God be true. I need to submit to you that although we have encountered coronavirus, which is stubborn, which is becoming um, um, very challenging for the medical fraternity, I want to tell you that God is still rougher. God is still the healer. The same God who healed yesterday is the same God who healed today. Is the same God who will heal tomorrow. So the fact that we have the pandemic does not nullify the fact that God is the healer. The fact that you are experiencing poverty. You are being evicted from your place of abode. You are being evicted from your job. You are being um, you are losing your job. You, you have witnessed friends, relatives dying does not nullify the fact that God is still a good God. And many people, when, when they look into scripture and they look into the Old Testament and they see the wars, they see the things that were happening, they don't understand that it was placating the spiritual wars that we are experiencing right now. Just like the book of Joshua is, um, uh, is, is, is talking about a place where the children of Israel were placed in a place where they were about to attain the promises that God had promised. So the book of Ephesians is the, is the same. The book of Ephesians talks about God's promises. The book of Ephesians talks about God's spiritual promises. Yet the book of Joshua talks about God's physical promise. So what happened in the Old Testament is a picture that we are experiencing a war. That we are at war. So I need somebody to understand this morning that we are actually experiencing a war in the spirit. You may deny the things of the spirit but do not deny the existence of hell. Do not deny the existence of heaven. I want to submit to you that hell is a reality. So let's look into the word of God. The Bible says that when the rich man now died and Lazarus died, the Bible says when when the rich man died, he found himself in hell. He found himself in hell not because he was rich. And Lazarus found himself in heaven not because he was poor. I want to establish something here that don't there is nothing holy about poverty. There is nothing spiritual about poverty. There is nothing that is demonic about riches. There is nothing demonic about money. But the love, it is the love of money. It is the love of power. It is when the pendulum is in its extreme end. It is when you are in your extremity, in your greed. It is when you love it too much more than you love the affairs of men. It's just that, it's just like when we talk about racism. We talk about when a man loves an animal more than a human being, more than a black person. That becomes problematic. Loving a dog is not a problem. But when you love your dog more than you love your neighbor, it becomes a problem. So you need to understand that the rich man, after he died, he found himself in hell. But the problem is not that he was rich. And, and, and Lazarus, when, when he died, he found himself in heaven. He was not in heaven because God felt pity on him. He was not in heaven because he was poor on earth. He was not in heaven because he struggled on earth. Poverty is not a license into heaven. Poverty is not an access into heaven. So there is nothing about poverty that, that builds the kingdom. You need to understand that the 
kingdom of God is built by money and the spirit. That's why you see that Jesus was the only spiritual person and the, tw- the 11 and the 12 disciples were only spirit- were only business people. Peter was a fisherman. Luke was a doctor. You talk about all these guys, they were business people which represented money and Jesus who represented the spirit together they built the kingdom of God. That is why we need the rich in church. That is why we need the poor in church. That is why we need everybody in church. So there is no testimony about your poverty and there is no testimony about riches at all. But what we need is the spirit of God. So the rich man died. Alas, he wakes up up in hell and, and, and Lazarus dies and he wakes up in heaven. Is it about their poverty? Is it about their riches? No. It is about the relationship with Jesus Christ. The Bible says, brethren, that do not be deceived, for God cannot be mocked whatsoever. A man sows that he shall reap. I want to, to, to speak to your life this morning and say you might drive the latest car. You might have a beautiful mansion. You might be poor in your poverty, not having a house or a car. But if you miss the relationship with Jesus Christ, you have missed everything. The Bible says unto us, therefore what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? Brethren, let me speak to you while his time is at hand. While least you can hear me while least you can watch this podcast there is a surely surely life after death and there is no single word from God that shall fall to the ground there is no single cubit of this word that shall become futile everything God spoke in his word it shall surely come to pass if he says that the wicked will not enter the kingdom they will not enter if he says neither thieves nor drunkards nor fornicators no adulterers oh my god if god says it in his word you cannot you cannot challenge god and win you cannot oppose god and win so be it known unto you today that there is surely a reward after this life when you lose your life tonight when you lose your life tomorrow you better be in right standing with god somebody is saying right now as you are watching I've built a church. I've bought instruments in the church. I've given money in the church. But listen, the Bible says that on that day, many will come and say, Lord, didn't we do this in your name? Didn't we do this for the kingdom? There are a lot of people who just give to the church, but they don't go to the church. There are many people who just contribute to the church, but who don't have a relationship with Jesus. The Bible says, on that day, then I shall answer and say, I don't know you. Go where you did your works. Go where you did your wicked works. I need to encourage somebody this morning. Brothers, if you can hear me, share this podcast right now. Share this live feed right now. Somebody need to hear this. That hell is a reality. That heaven is a reality. We are not seeking God in vain. We are not preaching in vain. We are not worshiping God in vain. We are not here setting aside our time and our data to watch a man preach in vain. There is a reward. God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that he shall reap. So the Bible continues to say, when the rich man was in hell, therefore he sent a message and said, Father Abraham, Father Abraham, call Lazarus 
let Lazarus be merciful unto me Matthew chapter number 5 blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy <laughs> the, the rich man on earth was not merciful but he's asking for mercy because now he was in crisis and he's saying father Abraham let Lazarus dip his finger oh my god dip his finger in ice cold water and let me just taste let me just call into remembrance how it feels to drink cold water and father Abraham said brother where you are and where we are there is a chasm between us I cannot come where you are and you cannot come where I am I need to tell you after you die there is a separation those who died in the Lord have a place and those who died without saving the Lord have a place and this place is not the same place never be fooled by your mind to tell you that when we die we go to the same abode don't let this temporary life of yours rob you of the permanency that is going to come so when this man was now in hell he thought that there, there will be there will be a place of of transaction it will be a place where God in his mercy will allow people to transact and trade and do business like before but I need to tell you that the rules of the engagement changed and because the rules of the engagement changed it was for fatality for this man now the Bible says that then father Abraham says to him Lazarus cannot come where you are neither you you cannot come to where we are then the rich man says father Abraham I hear send an angel to go and preach to my brothers I have but five brothers then father Abraham responded and said if they don't pay attention to the prophets and the pastors who are there on earth even if we send a man from here they will not hear him and the rich man says no let somebody rise from the dead let somebody come out let somebody rise from the dead to preach to them because if somebody comes from the dead then they will listen to him let me tell you somebody somebody may say maybe maybe I, I, I don't listen to pastors because they talk about money I don't listen to pastors because they talk about prosperity I don't I don't listen to pastors because they are driving fancy cars they are driving Lamborghinis they are loving Aventadors they 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 are having beautiful wives and 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 they are living a lavish life they are wearing Giorgio Armani they are wearing expensive gold and jewelry I don't listen to those pastors but the same person will not listen to a poor pastor because he is poor because because he has no car to to drive to church and his church is in a shack and 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 also he has no instruments and and and, and he's not looking lovely and his clothes are tattered uh, the same people who say that i don't listen to a poor pastor because he will impart a spirit of poverty what 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 about what what is it of life that i'm going to learn from him what is it of poverty that i'm going to to learn from him i'm doing well in life why should i go to a struggling church I'm, 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 I'm well established in life. Why should I reach, listen to, 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 to a poor pastor? And this is the deception of the world. 
this is the deception of the world that people will not listen to a rich pastor and people will not listen to a poor pastor because the world cannot choose because the things of the spirit is only spiritually discerned uh, people will say I will not listen to an unmarried pastor and they will say I, don't, I will not listen to a married pastor I will not listen to an unfaithful pastor I will not listen to etc so the song goes on and on and is endless why because they hated Jesus so they hate also the messengers he doesn't mean that the rich men had no church next to him there were many synagogues in that time there were many churches in his lifetime but he did not pay attention because his riches allowed him to be fooled so now he's in hell and when he's in hell he's saying my brothers on earth cannot listen to the pastors down there the caliber of pastors down there are not worthy to preach the message the caliber of prophets down there are not worthy to preach to my brothers they are well off in life send a man from the dead to preach to them what am i saying today the request of the rich man was granted for jesus christ according to philippians humbled himself <laughs> humbled himself and took on the form of a servant and he humbled himself even to the point of death and the bible says therefore god exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name that is the mention of the name of jesus every knee should bow of the things on earth of the things in heaven to the glory of the father so jesus is a man sent from god who came and laid down his life and died and after three days rose from the dead to come and tell us about the life to come john 1 verse 12 i came that they might have life and that have it in abundance for the law came through moses but life in its eternity came through jesus christ for we received the grace and mercy from him so what am i saying this morning the desire of the rich man was granted they are saying your pastors are not worthy to preach to us your pastors are not qualified to preach to us they are not magnified to preach to us they are not in right standing to preach to us that is why you see it is trending to mock a pastor that is why you see it is trending to look down upon a pastor because people do not want to take heed but the rich man say descend someone from the dead so my brothers will listen and i need to tell you somebody from the dead has been preaching his name is jesus christ he died and he rose up to preach salvation he said go ye matthew 28 into the whole world and preach the good news baptize those who have believed baptize them in the name of the father in the name of the son and in the name of the holy ghost what am i saying to somebody today there is a messenger who came from the dead who saw what life is like who came and preached the hope who came and became, became the savior who came and became the salvation who came and became our redeemer and that is the man who gives us the authority through his word to preach to you for the word we preach this morning are not of our own accord the word we preach this morning are coming from his word we are not preaching our own wisdom we are not preaching earthly wisdom which is futile which will come to nothing we are preaching the wisdom of god 
the choice wisdom of God. We are preaching the life of God. We are preaching the eternity of God. We are speaking the power of God coming from the authority of Jesus Christ. He says, go and preach. Whosoever believes, baptize him. What am I saying this morning? You may not believe me as a preacher, but believe one who came from the dead. You may not believe prophets, but believe the one who came from the dead, who came and said, I am the resurrection and the life, who came and said that I am the vine and my father is the keeper of the vineyard, who came and said, I am the lily of the valley, who came and said, I'm the bread of life. There are many I am's that Jesus spoke in scripture. So today you might not say, I don't listen to pastors. They are pompous. I don't listen to, to <laughs> but listen to the revelation of from hell. Revelation from a man who was in hell. He preached a sermon in hell and said, guys, I do not desire that any man comes here. Although on earth I had power, although on earth I had authority, although on earth I had influence, but I don't desire that any man come. This is a sermon recorded from a man in hell recorded from a man somebody may say the story is fictitious let me tell you father abraham is not fictitious let me tell you abraham actually existed we may say okay the story is fictitious lazarus didn't exist the rich man didn't exist father abraham didn't exist but there is one who came from the dead his name is jesus and he wants to save your life today and how can a man be born again Shall he enter his mother's womb? No. Unless you are born again from water and the spirit, you cannot be born again. So what am I saying this this morning? Listen to the revelation from hell. The man who was there in hell is sending us a message. The brothers who are alive. To say, brothers, do not be deceived. What you are doing on earth will give you a result of what you are going to do in 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 hell or in heaven. 2020 has been horrific. Deaths have been happening. This has been an ember month. This has been a red month. This is a cold red year. And with August, we know that August, because of holidays and festive season, it's an ember season. Tragedies happen. People lose their lives. So you might not have another day, brother. You may not have another day, my sister, to fully repent and give your life to Jesus. You may not have another day. (laughs) Listen to me right now. You may not have another time to make a decision. We have buried a lot of people in 2020. We have witnessed a lot of deaths in 2020. You never know you might be next. This might be the last sermon for you. This might be the end. (laughs) Or this day, this evening, you may be called to come back home. Or tomorrow morning, the transport you are using to go to work may be in a fatal accident. Am I, want, am I scaring you? I'm not scaring you. I'm telling you the reality of life. To say, you need to be prepared. There is no time. The Bible says, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. If you hear the voice of Jesus, do not, oh my God. You may say, pastors, you are very dramatic. Pastors, you 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 are liars pastors you are fornicators pastors you may you are immoral don't let those things fool you there is a message from one who came from the dead and his name is jesus christ 
sent to the five brothers <laughs> sent to the brothers who are alive he rose from the dead and say guys i am life i am the resurrection i am the life so what am i saying this morning i want you to really think deeply about your life text talk or how you've been living this life pleasing men pleasing institutions pleasing pleasing your neighbors pleasing your wife pleasing your husband pleasing your friends pleasing social media Luke chapter number 16 the rich men the poor men they all died despite what you have you will die whether you are rich or whether you are poor you will experience death at one point but the tragedy is that no man knows when that hour when that time will happen nobody knows when that season will happen this may be the last message where god is calling you into final repentance you may breathe your last in this coming august in this coming september this coming october december may be the last christmas but there is life the rich man died he was in hell not because he was rich but because he didn't have a relationship with jesus i want to pray with you you might have backslidden you might have sins unto death flooding your life but i want to pray with you right now you might be a pastor you might be a minister i don't care in heaven there is no title in heaven it's for sons and daughters of the most high god <laughs> you 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 might be a very important person watching this don't let anything fool you don't let anything fool you the bible says in the book of revelation i saw men great and small bowing before the lord each man to give an account on what he has done on earth and the books were opened and while the books were being opened the one whose name was not found in the book of life sakati <laughs> whose name was not found therein that one that one was thrown into hell then into the lake of fire but those who saved the lord who endured persecutions who endured pain who endured the cross who carried their cross on earth if any man desires to come after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow but those oh my god those who give their lives to the lord the bible says you wipe their tears their mourning will be turned into joy for those spend eternity in peace with god i want to pray with you right now if you can raise your hands where you are put your phone down put your tablet down i want you to raise your right hand i want to pray with you whether whether you received jesus but you backslid i want to pray with you right now say lord jesus i come before you today lord have mercy on me i seek for your mercy i seek for your mercy say lord i come before your throne of grace for your mercy that i may find grace in time of trouble 
Say, today I give my life to you. I offer my life to you. I offer my life as a living sacrifice. Say, this very minute, save me. Make me your child. Forgive my sins. Even as I forgive those who have trespassed against me. Wash me with your precious blood. My sins are as red as crimson, but wash me and wash them white as snow. Father, I receive your forgiveness. From today, I say, Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and be my Savior. I believe that I'm born again. I believe that I'm saved. I believe that my name is written in the book of life. I believe that this hour something has happened in my heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. While your hand is raised, I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for brothers and sisters who have raised their hands to pray. This hour, we have heard your voice. We have heard you talking to them. We have heard you speaking. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that as they walk in this journey, give them, a bow, give them boldness, give them steadfastness, give them your peace, grant them your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, I break cycles of sins, cycles of iniquity, cycles of immorality, cycles of drunkenness. In the name of Jesus, cycles of sins broken right now. In the name of Jesus, cycles of adultery, cycles of fornication broken. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your child be washed. In Jesus' name, indeed we receive your grace did we receive your message i thank you lord jesus for there is none like you may god richly bless you listen as you are watching this sermon i want you to share this sermon you may not share other sermons with your friends with your brothers it doesn't matter when we preach even if we preach to one person we are at peace even if we preach to nobody one day somebody will come across this message so so when you share this thing on your platform somebody may listen to it in the next year or maybe in 2025, or maybe in 2020, the internet won't dissolve. The internet won't crash. So this message, I want you to share it. Share it on YouTube. Share it on every platform. Let people come to the Lord Jesus. We need to harvest as many as we can in the name of the Lord. So may the Lord of heaven richly bless you, and may, Lord, may the Lord keep you. I love you with the love of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Oh, the blood of Jesus.